Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the broadcast. Yes, we're live, large, and in charge, as always, here in the Hudson Valley. But, kind of running into a bit of a slowdown here, so give me a moment to uh, try and figure out why my little buddy computer here, the clip computer, isn't being very fair. We're getting there. So before the opening begins, and before I forget what I'm doing, let me just say howdy to everybody that's showing up all over the globe, wherever you are listening or watching this broadcast from, or those of you who have decided to listen in archives, which many of you have done. Um... And my numbers prove it. The only thing I can say is, hello. <laughs> All right. I'm working on getting the chat room open here, folks. Just bear with me. Wow, this is gonna this is not gonna take as long as I thought it would. Uh let me see now. Hold on. Hey, hey, George, get it right. There we go. Uh, yep, and click there, and click there, and there. Now the chat room should be open for business and uh, stuff. Okay. Here comes that opening. Brace yourselves, it may be loud at first. Uh, yeah. There goes nothing, I think. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online.
allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my Talking Points, Revisionist History. What exactly is the problem with D.C. and history? Now, I know people just love to change shit. Okay, they just love changing stuff. They don't understand that you cannot change history to suit your fucking screwball narratives. I mean, I'm sorry. What's 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 the one thing that we're taught in school? Washington crossed the Delaware. We're taught about the Revolutionary War and how America fought for its independence and become a constitutional republic. Well, unfortunately for some people, it seems to have gone in one ear and out the other uh, that this is actually the way this country was founded. Everybody and their brother for decades has been calling this country a democracy. That's revisionist history 101, folks. It's not something that I want to see happen to this nation. No, 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 no. No, let me explain something. Revisionist history. And 50 cents might get you a cup of coffee in a liberal state or a liberal town, but it's sure a fuck ain't going to get it here. Not in the conservative neck of the woods where I live. So what I'm trying to wrap my head around is I'm trying to figure out why they want to change history regarding the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. Um, what are they going to say about Lincoln? That he posed sitting on the toilet? What are you going to say about Washington? That the wooden teeth wasn't wood at all? I mean, come on. It's, it's getting out of hand. The generations growing up today are not learning true American history. They're not learning what we learned. Many of us who are in our mid and late 50s, like myself, okay, we're all remembering history the way we learned it. But the sad reality is young people today are being taught that revisionist history, that history that does not jive with what we were taught. And a lot of stuff is being removed, as I've pointed out on this broadcast many times. It's being removed. It's being taken out of history books, or it's being changed. The verbiage is so vastly different that it completely and utterly pisses me off to a point where I want to just take every history book and, I don't know, put it into one of those nice little rockets that can go into space and say, Aloha, oi, aloha, oi. Yes, uh, for those of you who in Hawaii know what I just said, uh, 
trust me, I don't know what I just said. I think it was goodbye, so long, get good riddance or something. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody in Hawaii is going to correct me on that. But the point is, we need to make sure that young people, that the generations growing up today learn true American history, that they learn what this country was founded as, what this country means to a lot of people who are generational immigrants, true generational immigrants, whose great-great-great-grandparents came from the mother country to America to start a new life, to start a new, and that's what a lot of people did. It's not these, it's not these criminal illegal aliens that cross the border thinking they're going to just come here and not obey our laws, which they are doing en masse, or they were until President Trump, thank God he came along, decided to build the wall. And boy, it's going up. A lot more needs to be done on that front, but that's, that's a topic for another occasion. Let me point out something else also on revisionist history. Revisionist history hurts this country. It does not help America. It does not help us at all. There are some folks who are under the, the impression that we are a corporation. This country is a corporate. Stop thinking like that, please. That only helps bolster the revisionist history, okay? That only gives the people who rewrite history in America reason to cheer because their brainwashing of you is becoming successful. So really, let's try not to uh, go that far, shall we? I mean, seriously, they don't need any more help than they're already getting from the far left. Oh, wait a minute. That is the far left. Never mind. My bad. Look, I want the generations coming up to learn about the American Revolution, the way we learned it. I want them to learn about World War II, the way we learned it. The First World War, the way we learned it. You see what I'm saying, folks? I want future generations to know what America did to help others. I don't want them opening up their history books about World War II and seeing President Barack Obama apologized for America's involvement during World War II. I don't want them finding that in the books, and I don't think you do either. So let's do one thing together, America, and let's do it real fast. Let's send a message to these Democrats who want to change our history especially taking down the monuments and so on like that. Stop. Enough. Don't do it anymore. In fact, reverse course immediately, or your job won't be your job anymore. I've got a message for those who uh, take seats and regain Congress in the Republican Party and those who retain power in the Senate. If you have the power in the Senate and gain control of the Congress and President Trump wins his seat for a second term, and he will, then it's time to enact term limits 
for members of the Congress and the Senate. It's time. It's past time. These aging, decrepit members of Capitol Hill got kicked to the curb. And finally, in my talking points very quickly, Nancy Pelosi, you're a real skank. You are a sleazy politician in every sense of the word. Getting a wash and set at a San Francisco salon while it's shuttered? Really? The fuck is that shit? I've got that story, by by the way, folks. I've got that story. So you might want to stick around. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Yes, it is. And here we are, once again, live, large, and in charge from the studios in the Hudson Valley and reaching out all over the globe, as we always do. So, here we are again. It's either going to be Terrific Tuesday or Terrible Tuesday, depending on how things go tonight. Hmm. Okay. Now, having said all that crap, all right. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm not giving up. Oh, I forgot to give out the number, didn't I? Hmm. Not very nice of me. If you'd like to join in on tonight's discussions, please feel free to call 347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. Oh. I want to get to this, uh, this salon shit. You know, businesses in California are shuttered. This, this, uh, Salon, the owner is pissed, and rightly so. I mean, she is outright fucking fuming. All right? And by the way, before I go any further, how to do to my, to my friend Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope.tv. Now, let me uh, paint you a very... Grim picture. Seems Nancy Pelosi uh, is using her position as Speaker of the House to get certain amenities. Yes, certain amenities that, by definition, shouldn't be had at all. And the salon owner should be allowed to open to the public. If it's, if it's okay for Nancy Pelosi, it's okay for everyone else. This don't do as I do, do as we tell you mentality has got to fucking go. <clears throat> if you think I'm kidding, believe me, I'm not kidding. As a matter of fact, let me show you something here, folks. Let me show you something. For those of you who are watching on the uh, video platforms, I'm going to show you 
a screen capture I took from the web page where I got the story from. Okay? Believe you me, I could not believe my eyes when I saw this. This this took this actually took balls. This took balls. Okay? To actually sit there. Oh come on, I shut this Shut up. I I just can I I stopped that this is now the fourth time. I hate when this happens. I hate automatic starting for videos. All right. Where was I? Oh yes. Let's see here. Uh, Bear with me, folks. Working on it. Working on it. There it is. Some things you just have to get a little goofy with. Of course. If you're going to get goofy, why not go to Disneyland? Take a look at this image, folks. For those of you watching on the video platforms, this is just outright sickening. This flagrant flake liberal shitbag uses her and abuses her power now to get amenities by going to the salon to get a wash and set. That's, that is the speaker of the house you're looking at at a beauty salon in San Francisco. How do you like the liberals now, folks? How do you like them now? I sure the fuck don't like them very much. Not if they, not if they can abuse their authority, abuse their power to get to go into a shuttered business. If I if I owned a business and some liberal heck told me that I have to open up just for them, I'd tell them, fuck you, I'm not opening shit for you, motherfucker. What are you, out of your godforsaken mind? Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Take your power-mad bullshit and get the fuck out of my face. Have a nice day. I'm closed. And if they don't like it, they can kiss my ass and I'd mark the spot. But, I'm telling you, it's insane. Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope, says, what a hypocrite. You ain't kidding there, my dear. Well, you hear the way this story comes out. I'm just giving you some highlights. I haven't gotten to the actual written story yet. So, let's see now. (laughs) All right. 
House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited a San Francisco hair salon on Monday afternoon for a wash and blowout. I said wash and set. It's actually called a wash and blowout. Yeah. She ought to blow out her, blow out her nose and, and, and have her brains fall out while she's at it. I know, that's a terrible thing to say, but I, I don't like this bitch. Anyway, back to the story at hand. Despite local ordinances keeping salons closed amid the coronavirus pandemic, in security footage obtained by a news organization and time-stamped Monday at 3.08 p.m. Pacific time, the California powerhouse is seen walking through the salon. Uh, she's seen walking through e-salon in San Francisco with wet hair and without a mask over her mouth or nose. The stylist doing her hair can be seen following her wearing a black face mask. Salons in San Francisco had been closed since March and were only notified they could reopen on September 1st for outdoor hairstyling services only. Salon owner Erica Kaios, in a phone interview, shared details of Pelosi's visit. Kaios explained how she has explained she has independent stylists working for her who rent chairs in her salon. One of the stylists who rents a chair from her contacted her on Sunday. Now, a screen grab of the text message she received from one of her stylists and obtained by another news organization said, I'll be there at 2.45 tomorrow. Pelosi assistant just messaged me to do her hair. Kyle replied, Pelosi? Ah, kid you not, folks. Wait till you see this. It is absolutely, positively disgusting. Here, let me show you, and I'll get back to the story in just a hot New York minute. In fact, I'll leave that on the screen while I finish off the story. Well, I can't. But there you go. That's the text message that that the stylist received regarding Pelosi. And it continues on saying a text message from a hairstylist to Eric Acalius, the salon owner, that he would open the salon to provide House Speaker Nancy Pelosi services. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Do I let this, do I let this happen? What do I do? Kyle said, while noting that she can't control what her stylists do if they rent chairs from her, as they're not, they're not paying at this time. Now, Kyle's cast Pelosi's visit as a double standard. I agree. It was a slap in the face that she went in, you know, that she feels that she can just go and let her stuff, 
and get her stuff done while no one else can go in. And I can't work. This is what Kayo said. Adding that she can't believe the speaker didn't have a mask on. She had the mask on. It was just off of her face and tucked under her chin. We're supposed to look up to this woman, right? This is what Kyle's is saying. It is just disturbing. Now, the speaker always wears a mask and complies with local COVID requirements. This business offered for the speaker to come in on Monday and told her they were allowed by the city to have one customer at a time in the business. The speaker complied with the rules as presented to her by this establishment. Uh, This is a a comment uh, from Pelosi's spokesman, Drew Drew Hamill, uh, who maintained that the speaker was following the rules as presented to her. Okay? But the owner pushed back. Cal said Pelosi received a wash and blow dry but said that you're not supposed to blow dry hair according to coronavirus safety precautions for hair salons. We have been shut down for so long, not just me, but most of the small businesses, and I just can't, it's a feeling, a feeling of being deflated, helpless, and honestly beaten down, Kyle said. I have been fighting for six months for a business that took me 12 years to build to reopen. I am a sing- she said that she's a single mom and has two, children, two small children and has no income. How could she have an income if her business is closed? Well, there you have it, folks, in a nutshell. You want to talk about just plain, rude, outright disgusting, and sickening? And I agree with Cherokee Rose on Periscope, who said, elitist attitude on full display. Hey, Nancy. Hey, fancy Nancy. I just saw a tweet from you just moments ago, and I responded to it. I even mentioned what this, this very story to you and how I was going to expose your lies and bullshit. <laughs> and that's exactly what you're pulling. Lies and bullshit. Now let's see here. Now this is the tweet. I, have it, you know, I don't know. You're not going to be able to see it really because it's disappearing when that happens. This is Nancy Pelosi writing this on Twitter. Uh, I'll see if I can do my cheesy Pelosi imitation. It makes no mistake, the president is trying to confuse the American people and make it less likely they, they will turn out to vote. Do not let his tricks keep you from exercising your right to vote. 
That is my cheesy Nancy Pelosi imitation. And she deserves every single syllable of it. <laughs> Joining me on the phone lines at 347-945-5747. The only guy I know that carries a 357 Magnum, better, better known to some as a hand cannon, and carry slugs for the thugs with ugly mugs that dare to even try something. And we'll find out very quickly. They're on the they're on the receiving end of a very serious business weapon. Gunslinger's here. How you doing, Gun? Actually I'm wet. It rained today. And more rain on the way. Actually until the rest of the week. Well, you guys got some serious wind down there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, right, man. I don't think any more hundred degree weather's about time. Yeah, well, you, you guys just—you you guys definitely needed it down there, no doubt about that. Um, we're cooling off up here in the Northeast, uh, at least where I am, so we're kind of lucky there. So, Fancy Nancy gets gets a, gets to get away with a shuttered business that can't use blow dryers because of coronavirus restrictions. Gets a, a wash and blow dry. She abuses her position as Speaker of the House for a lot of things, but this takes the cake. And this this business owner, like many small business owners, have been trying desperately to get their businesses back open again in the state of California. This is just one example of hypocrisy. Gunslinger, I got to ask you, man, when does it fucking stop? It ain't going to stop with people like that. Um, it's okay for them but it's not okay for you, okay? Let that soak in for a minute. It's okay for them to do it, but it's not okay for you to do it. They'll arrest you, fine you, throw you in jail, all kinds of shit. Obviously, mm. after them. So, that only proves what 10,000% fucking hypocrites these idiots are, okay? And who's more of an idiot? This Piglosi... Or the idiots that keep voting this idiot in, okay? I think the whole damn bunch of them are idiots because they're going to the damn box of rocks. A, a box of rocks is smarter than these idiots are because of what they do. I mean, I don't think President Trump is a hypocrite. I haven't heard any hypocritical stuff coming out of him. Boy, you see this shit every day. You can open your business just for me. Aren't I special? Yeah, I mean, Gunslinger, I'll tell you what. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Show, I'm gonna take that uh, screen capture and because uh, I, I, I I've got the link here. I'll put it in the chat room. Wait, t- just take. You gotta look. You gotta see this for yourself, brother. It's 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 absolutely. There's the link uh, in the Mixler chat room. Uh, the people watching on the video side uh, saw it firsthand. Saw it first, but I wanted to. I want to make sure you see it. 
That is Nancy Pelosi in all her god-awful, butt-ugly splendor. Uh, says she has a few, uh, at least two by TDs. Before you open the picture, take my advice for what it's worth. Just look, just look skyward and go. Please, God, no nightmares. <laughs> That's the only thing I can recommend at this point. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, you look at this at this woman in a salon where the, the, the salon can't really open to the general public yet until September 1st. Well, today is September 1st. It's September 1st until midnight Eastern time. Um, the harsh reality is this is just one example of liberal hypocrisy. Okay? This is, this is not going to end anytime soon until these flakes are voted out of the fucking seats they're sitting in. It, it, it's it's mind-boggling that this that this loose cannon witch, okay, is still sitting in Congress. Okay, I mean here she is eighty years old, eighty years old, and still in Congress. This has got to stop these career politicians with the hypocrisy running through their veins. I'm just, it's getting sickening. Well, it's, it's, it, 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 it just doesn't end there. And according to the Associated Press, she's taking heat for this visit to that salon. Yeah. Right. Yay. She's taking heat for it. Is it enough heat to get her voted out of the fucking seat she's sitting in? I doubt it. That's the way the cookie crumbles there, boss. Nancy Pelosi and the other Democrats get to do whatever they want while those of us who sit here and you know basically are told fuck you we're better than you are we're Democrats we're better than you are so go fuck yourself after the dumbasses who vote them into their chairs vote them into their chairs again it's hypocrisy 101, brother. What are you going to do? Now, I mentioned in my talking points. Now, go ahead, Gun. Well, I didn't know why. It was just like, she's not the only one. You got the AOC and all those idiots, and, those, and their idiots, and voted them idiots in. It's like a daisy chain. This idiot puts this idiot in, and this idiot puts this idiot in. Like I said, it's a never-ending domino effect. You know, 
Sometimes a lot smarter than we humans. It probably knows it's fancy Nancy and is going, no, no, gunslinger, I don't want to open this up. My my circuit, my motherboard will fry. I'm serious. It says it's Mark. waiting for print, whatever, whatever it is. It's just going around and around. Smart, smart computer. Well, trust me when I say it. Maybe your computer is sparing you from having nightmares. I know I'm going to have a nightmare over this one. Yeah. I thought she was ugly on standing in front of a microphone on, at the, on Capitol Hill. To look at a woman, this woman with wet hair, wearing a salon covering, and it doesn't look like she had any makeup on either, which doesn't help her really. I mean, let's face it. This woman is butt fucking ugly. If I had a if I had a uh, bulldog, I'd shave its ass, teach it to walk back backwards, and call it Nancy Pelosi. Kind of a kind of a screwy thing to call a bulldog, but you know, there you have it. But I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but. It's not just Nancy Pelosi that's that's got this mentality of entitlement, you know, and and, and goes with that that time honored tradition of hypocrisy. We can do it, but you can't. And 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 it's the hypocrisy that's really making it difficult for a lot of business owners to stay in business. I mean, okay, where you are in Texas, how bad has this uh, has the pandemic affected small business? Well, it's it's affected them in my area. First, like I said, I don't live in Dallas or anything. I'm 22 miles south of Dallas. But uh, out here in this rural county, it's it's yeah, it's it's affected it a little bit. Um, you know, once in a while, I order a pizza out, and it's no contact with the driver. Okay, they'll come up to the door and sit it there on your table. And that's it. They're wearing masks, and, you know all that. So delivery, food delivery things, it's affected them obviously. Uh, you can't pay by cash for the moment. Got to be by debit card or credit card. So I'm sure that's affecting their their deals. And, but they are starting to open back up. Last time I went to the store, they're just down the highway here. There's a bunch of choking people places, uh, Wendy's and Denny's and a couple other uh, Dairy Queen, Taco Smell. They're starting to allow inside dining. Okay, I seen it on the doors there. So it's slowly coming out on that area. Well, Gunslinger, the the, the, in, the indoor dining is also starting to uh, happen again here in my area. Um, initially, you go in, you have to wear a mask, of course, and stuff like that. And, and 
you can take your mask off because you got to take your mask off in order to eat. So um, there is a lot of businesses that are a lot of dining establishments that are slowly starting to reopen as they're allowed to. Um, what I find laughable in all of this really is the fact that, uh, and I've said this so many times, we didn't have to deal with these kind of restrictions and everything back with Ebola or H1N1 and shit like that. But yet we're, our economy got shut down. We're, 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 we're trying, businesses are trying to reopen and they're being denied that right in many cases because the, the governors of the individual states are being, well, they're being themselves. They're being their liberal selves. They don't give a shit. They're willing to bankrupt the state and you if you live in their state. You know what I'm saying? Well, that doesn't, yeah. I mean, look at all those uh, riots that are still going on, looting and, and burning things and doing that. Guess what? A liberal Democrat governor and mayor of these states, okay, like Portland, Oregon. <laughs> comes comes to mind. Uh, I was watching some of it last night, man. They still, they still out there, you know, chanting same old shit. It's really getting old now. I mean, I think that President Trump should sign that Insurrection Act. There's four presidents in United States history that have used it. I think uh, Bush even used it at the, in the L.A. riots. I think if I remember correctly. That was the Insurrection Act. So it's not that he can't do it. He can, okay, because it's protection of the, you know, of the country. Uh, may have to, to stop this stuff. I mean, because something's going to have to stop it. This, this hypocrisy of Piglosi all the way down to the fucking looting and the fucking riots. I mean, it's got to stop somewhere. Jeez, go ahead. Look, Gunslinger, yeah. I'll tell you what. There's one way that there's only one way it'll stop. Well, one thing that will help to stop it is if these uh, people with cell phone cameras stop videoing every fucking day of of the rioting. Stop putting it up on Twitch and Periscope and YouTube and fucking uh, Facebook and shit. You know, stop giving these, these 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 idiot motherfuckers their 15 minutes of fucking fame. And what would help also is if people stop watching the shit. You know it's happening. Why fucking sit there for hours at a time watching the shit? To me, it's pointless. There's a lot more going on in this country, far more you know, far more to deal with than just that alone. You want it to really stop? Get patriots together and get on and stand there with the police and go. You really think you're going to get very far here? Beat feet. If the cops don't stop you, we will. Yes, President Trump should invoke the uh, Insurrection Act. He should. I agree. But in the meantime, until he does, it's time for for the people who are sick and tired of this shit to stand up and say, you know what, I'm not watching this shit anymore, but I am going to, especially if they live in the area, I'm going to stand up and stand with the police and tell these 
dumbass motherfuckers from Antifa and BLM, they can kiss my ass. I'll mark the spot. Get the fuck lost. It's just that simple. The more people watch these these uh, live streams and everything of the riots going on, and people getting in poli- and, and these assholes getting in the faces of cops, the more it's going to continue. Stop giving them their fame. That would be a start. That's just me. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a there's a, there's revisionist history happening in our country way too often. And according to Interior Secretary David Bernhardt, who shot back, not on my watch, never going to happen. A committee reporting to Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has come up with a list of dozens of historical monuments, schools, parks, government buildings, and other structures that it recommends making changes to because of the historical namesake's connection to slavery or racism, even the Washington Monument and Jefferson Memorial. I said the Lincoln Memorial, and I I stand corrected. But that may come to, you never know. Among the historical figures named on the list are former presidents George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, James Monroe, Andrew Jackson, William Henry Harrison, John Tyler, Zachary Taylor, and Woodrow Wilson. The list also includes founding fathers Benjamin Franklin and George Mason, inventor Alexander Graham Bell, and composer of the national anthem Francis Scott Key. Jefferson Field, named for Jefferson, named for Thomas Jefferson, is among assets the committee recommends using existing district government processes to rename. So is Franklin School, named for Benjamin Franklin. It recommends the federal government remove, relocate, or contextualize several very famous tourist attractions, including the Washington Monument, the Jefferson Memorial, and the Benjamin Franklin statue. Some were baffled over the report. Hey, D.C., they're not your monuments to rename or remove, tweeted Arkansas GOP Senator Tom Cotton. They're America's monuments. White House aide Alisa Farah Farah, rather, sorry, said, I'm not even sure what relocating the Washington Monument would entail. Uh, You know how big the Washington Monument is, right? Interior Secretary David Bernhardt, who would oversee any change or removal on federal property, made it clear that nothing would happen. Nothing would be happening during his tenure in office. He tweeted in response to Bowser, not on my watch, never going to happen. 
While some of the historic figures have been criticized for decades, such as Jefferson, Jackson, and explorer Christopher Columbus, others have more recently come under scrutiny amid the protests over racial injustice and police brutality. Washington, a slave owner and the country's first president, has become the subject of discussion with committee recommending changing the Washington Monument and George Washington University considering changing the school's name. Franklin, who owned slaves early in his life, but later came out against the practice and founded the Pennsylvania Society for Promoting the Abolition of Slavery in 1774, is a new addition to the list, and the committee recommended a statue of his likeness be taken down. We believe strongly that all District of Columbia-owned public spaces, facilities, and commemorative works should only honor those individuals who exemplify those values such as as equity, opportunity, and diversity that D.C. residents hold dear. The The committee's chairs wrote in a letter introducing their report. The committee said it took into account five factors when making a decision whether something should be renamed or taken down. Did the honoree participate in slavery? Was the honoree involved in systematic racism? Did the person support oppression? Was the person involved in a supremacist agenda? And did the honoree violate the city's human rights laws? Oh, brother. There's more, folks. Brace yourselves. While the committee's report is lengthy, it is hardly the end of the debate over whether to rename or remove the monuments and buildings. A number of the statues and monuments sit on federal government property and out of the jurisdiction to rename. Also, for Bowser to officially change the name of a public school, she must first get the approval of the city's council. Bowser has set up the committee back in June amid widespread protests across the country that came in the wake of the death of George Floyd. Here we go with doing that again, mentioning George Floyd. A black man who died while being detained by a Minneapolis police officer. At the time, Bowser specifically mentioned changing the name of Woodrow Wilson High School given the former president's checkered history when it came to race relations. I'm getting sick of this. I really am. I'm getting fucking sick and tired of this crap. Okay? This is nonsense. Okay, first of all, the Washington Monument, for for anyone who's ever seen it or been to it, Good luck moving that big boy. And uh, no, renaming it, fuck that. Taking down the statues, no. This revisionist history mentality has got to stop. What do you think, Gunn? Well, two things I'll mention before I comment on that. I know what we can do with this picture. They finally voted. Okay, you know that hurricane? 
we could set this picture out there in the, in the Gulf of Mexico, and it'd scare the hell out of that fucking hurricane all the way back to where it started from. Boy, <laughs> you talking about butthead. <laughs> I can tell you that I would fucking see that fucking thing, and that son of a bitch would run. That big-ass hurricane. <laughs> Just to get away from Oh my, oh my God! God. <laughs> oh, gunslingers! Two thumbs way up, brother, on that one. That thank you very much. That oh, that was that was classic. I, that thank you. I and I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. A picture like that would definitely scare the piss out of any hurricane or tropical storm. They'd be like. Uh, uh, run! Go back the other way, quick! We gotta look at something like that. Oh my god! If I uh, suddenly go poof, there's another round two of storms coming in. I put the radar there. Well, let's hope that that doesn't happen, brother. You know, let's hope that you're able to stay with us. Um. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. I'd like to get some thoughts from some folks on this particular item. I know that revisionist history is getting out of hand, but Gunslinger, you just heard me read this article. What what are you what are your thoughts on this? Fucking crazy. One word. <laughs> Two words. Um, trying to see this is what they want to do what they want to try to change history. You're not, just by removing those things, you're, sorry, you're not going to change what has already happened. That was in the past. It happened. Okay? And they, what are you going to do about it? Uh, you want to change water? Well, we go and try to change water. Let's go ch- try to change the characteristics of water. Or how about air? That, that's probably their next. Air is racist, you know, because those uh, slave owners, they breathed air back then. Jesus, same air. So I guess air now is going to be racist. This is how they have totally lost their minds, okay? These people, these liberals, democratic liberals, they should be sterilized by any way possible so they do not breed this kind of stupidity. And until that happens, this stupidity is going to continue to cycle, okay? Where the end is, I have no idea. There may not be an end, okay? But as long as these people are allowed to uh, procreate, okay, and to breed stupid into their offsprings, I guess, this is going to continue to happen. I mean, what? How, tell me how, in physical terms, is it going to stop? It's not. Wow. I mean, if it's not that, it's this idiot. I got his going to rip my goddamn screen if I don't get rid of it. Uh, it's just going to continue. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's, it's absolutely nuts. No doubt about that. Um, I find it laughable. Okay, I do find it laughable that <clears throat> this D.C. mayor is, you know, went out of her way 
to uh, to create a committee to do this. Um, we need to see the, the Congress taken back by the Republican Party. We really do. We need the Senate to remain under, com- under Republican uh, control. And, of course, when President Trump wins his second term, if those three things happen in, in rapid succession, I think it's time, I think it's past time, that a law be put on the books and one that cannot be removed at all. Tell me what you think of this idea. Protecting our nation's monuments, our nation's history by not changing anything historically. No monuments, no landmarks can be altered or changed at any time ever. That's what they should do if the Republicans take control of the Congress and keep control of the Senate. And, of course, with President Trump winning his second term, it would be a major boost. And what I would do is I would place Antifa, officially place Antifa, on the domestic terror list and Black Lives Matter on the domestic terror list. Because what they have done in this country is, by definition, domestic terrorism. So all of these things need to be accomplished if the Republicans take back the Congress, keep the Senate, and President Trump winning his seat for a second term. I firmly believe that would be the logical thing to do. What do you say, Gunn? Well, yeah, well, yeah that, should have, that should have already have happened because these people are domesticated terrorism, terrorists. Uh, terrorism, terrorists. Uh, they have no purpose, okay, except to infiltrate terrorism on the American people. Maim, kill, rob, burn, pillage, probably rape, okay. Um, And you see what's going on. That's not protesting. That is, that's going beyond protesting. Okay. Um, The Black Lives Matters, the uh, the George Floyd. (laughs) Look how long that's been. It's almost been a hundred days. Almost been a hundred days days of this bullshit. Okay? I mean, I've seen the little protest down there, but that's been a month ago or over. Group of people down here on the bridge down here. Nice holding signs. Yeah. You know, oh well. No biggie. Okay? They weren't out throwing rocks at vehicles going down the highway or they weren't trying to come up to you and, you know, do all this kind of shit. They were nice. They were very nice, friendly. They just was protesting. That's good protesting. That's what people need to do when something like this happens. But this other shit, no. You know, not able to open your business because
because these idiots are standing outside or even burning your business down, just like that car dealership in the, was it Wisconsin or whatever it was, burn that fucking place to the ground. A family-owned business, I might add. This has been in business for decades. Family-owned. Okay? Lost. Complete loss. <laughs> wow. Hope they got insurance. But you see my point there. I mean, it's, it's got to stop. It's got to curtail this stuff somehow. And if these governors and mayors of these states and cities are ballless, that's exactly what they are, then Trump's going to have to send in the, send in the reinforcements, okay? Because they're being, they're, their, own, they're, they're, their own police force is being told to stand down. Well, somebody's got to do something, because if they don't do something, it's going to get worse. It's going to get way worse, okay? Now they're starting to shoot people now. Just wait and see if it escalates. Go ahead. Well, yeah, and, and it's going to continue to escalate. But one thing that I've noticed, uh, and I have the article on this, is President Trump is not letting the grass grow under his feet on this. Oh, no. President Trump said the Department of Homeland Security and Department of Justice launch a probe into far-left violence and democratic ties. Now that put a smile on my face. Take a listen to this, to this gunslinger. You're gonna, I think you're going to find that uh, there's, there's something being done, at least, on the, at least in part on the president's side of, of this equation. President Trump unveiled a federal investigation into the, the far-left riots in several Democrat-run cities. The Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice are announcing a joint operation centered to investigate the violent left-wing civil unrest, the wave of violence and destruction that we've seen in recent weeks and months has occurred in cities exclusively controlled and dominated by the Biden, Joe Biden party. This is what President Trump has said. The president also noted that federal officials have already arrested at least 200 rioters and far-left agitators who are doing the work of the Democrat Party. In a tweet posted on, on the White House Twitter page, we must strictly and fully enforce our law and have no tolerance for anarchy and no tolerance, zero for violence. Anyone who breaks the law should be arrested, prosecuted, and punished. President Trump stated also that Antifa is the problem. The rioters and Joe Biden have a side. They're both on the side of the radical left, and that is so obvious. And until that neutralizes, you're never going to have safe areas in those Democrat-run areas. The federal probe is expected to focus on alleged ties between Democrat officials, political violence, and organized crime. Well, isn't that a bit of an, isn't that something of uh, something of an interesting twist in all of this? What do you think, Gunn? 
yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously, it's, it's, it's not letting the grass grow under your feet. There ain't no doubt about that. Um, that's a good thing, obviously, yeah. Uh, these people need to be singled out, and they need to be fucking prosecuted, okay? Because there are, somebody is paying these son of bitches to do this, okay? <clears throat> and that's why they need to launch the investigation into, I'm sure it's Democrats, some form somewhere that's funding this, okay, or giving them, you know, gas money, as you know what I'm saying, so I wouldn't be a bit surprised, I mean, should it, should you be surprised, no, no, I'm not, Uh, this is what they want, this is what the Joe Bidens want, this is what Joe Biden wants to turn his fucking old camel toe hair, wow, this is the kind of, this is the kind of country that they want this country to become. They're, they're in the background. They're just. They're, I'm sure they are cheering it on. You know they are, okay? Because that's their mentality. This is their screwballness. Okay? You see that some of the some of the crazy ideas that Sleepy Joe wants to do and Camel Toe, okay? They're both nutcases. They should be locked. They should have been locked up a long time ago. But yes, yeah, look at the position that they're in. Hey, hey, hey! How do these people get in these positions like that? He'll put me in a position like that. I'm not like them. I damn will get sure to get things done in the right way, not what they're doing or want to do. Thank God Trump's going to win. Go ahead. Well, that's that's the whole that's that's the one thing that I, I maintain is that Trump will win the election, and it's funny in in one of her tweets. Nancy Pelosi did not mention vote by mail once. I haven't really seen her talk about that much of late. I wonder well, if the Democrats are finally realizing that they're not going to get anywhere with it. Probably, yeah. You're, you're probably right because they, you see they've been quiet for, for a couple of weeks now. I think they're finally realizing that no matter what they do, Trump is going to win. Okay, and they know it. I think they really know. It. I mean, I'm so I'm so confident that he's going to win. I got a three by five flag right here hanging from my ceiling. It says Trump 2020, keep America great. I just got it in a few days ago, and it's going to hang right there, just to remind me, Trump's going to win. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Wouldn't mind having a sign like that myself. I'd put it up in my bay windows. <laughs> Seriously, I would. I'd put it right in my bay window here. and in, in one window, I'd put that. And in another part of the bay window, I'd put a picture of, a picture of Trump, Pence, 2020. Yeah, that would definitely... It'd probably freak a bunch of people out, but... You know, what are you going to do? But, uh, you know, I, I, I find this laughable, Gunslinger. I really do. Um, because here you have, um, you have this situation where something had, had to be done eventually. Investigating the ties between 
the political party, known, you know, the Democratic Party, uh, political officials, and of course, you know, their ties to Antifa, and not just Antifa, but BLM as well. Okay. And let's not forget, who's one of the Democrats' biggest donors? Billionaire George Soros, who I firmly believe is, through various charities or organizations that he has ties to, is paying a bunch of these fucks to go out there and riot and loot and pillage and plunder. So what what is you know what is it going to take what the fuck is it going to take to start curtailing all this well some of the stuff we already talked about just moments ago but this with the investigation a joint operation between the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice that's going to open some eyes but i hope that something big comes of it i don't want it to just be an investigation and then Nothing happens. No, something needs to be done. If there are direct ties between the Democrats and these and, and these Antifa thugs and these BLM thugs, find it and start in, and start indictments and in prosecute and prosecuting these folks real fast because that will send a message to these uh, rioters. Oh, fuck. We're really screwed. And watch the money dry up. The money that's paying these fuckers. Because like we've said, you know, over the last couple of months, they're being transported to these places. There are people, there are outside agitators and anarchists that are being transported to the places where this is happening. They're not native to Portland. They're not native to Seattle. They're not native to Kenosha. They're not native. You see what I'm saying? It's got to stop. And I firmly believe this is one way to do that. Now, Senator Rand Paul, now for those of you who, who may remember, uh, when the Republican National Convention concluded, as he was leaving with his wife, okay, as he was leaving with his wife, these anarchist thugs started surrounding him. Okay? Well, Rand Paul condemns the... He, he's, he's one of many Republicans who condemned the political violence in Portland, for example. So I'm going to put a uh, I'll put the link in the chat room for this, so I can play it, play the audio on the on the clip computer. One American News Network, who I acknowledge as the source of this uh, audio, uh, did an interview with Rand Paul regarding the political violence in Portland. So. Let's see if we can't get that to come up on the screen, shall we? And here goes, I think. 
Senator, finally, I, wa- I want to get your take on this. We just heard from President Trump briefing the press. A majority of what he spoke about at the White House right now was the violent unrest that's happening in several cities across the country, specifically in Portland, uh, Wisconsin. I-, I have a two-part question. So we've seen a self-described Antifa member being accused of killing a Trump supporter over the weekend. At the same time, there are reports showing an increase in armed militia groups forming and organizing through Facebook carrying out their own response to the riots, issuing a call to arms. What's your reaction to that Portland murder by the Antifa member? And do you think that these militia groups are justified in their actions? I think that anybody causing mayhem, disorderly contact, you name it, they all need to be arrested. Now, once they're arrested, we need to determine whether or not they're being funded by an interstate source. Then it becomes a crime across state borders, and that's a federal crime. So, yes, we need to investigate this, but the only way you can do it is actually by arresting people, people throwing Molotov cocktails, people setting fires. They all need to be arrested. And for the more serious crimes, like a Molotov cocktail or arson, absolutely they need to be arrested, and they need to be sent away for a long time to jail. Setting a fire, trying to kill a policeman with a Molotov cocktail or others, those are serious, serious crimes. Mm. Now, what would I suggest to people thinking they can, you know, take their law and sort of create safety by going out and themselves armed in the streets, I would stay the heck away from Portland. I would go in the opposite direction as far as you can go from Portland. Don't go to Portland thinking you can create and make it a safe space. Leave, flee Portland, get the hell out of there because it's not safe because the local people, the local sheriff, the local, I won't say sheriff, the local mayor, the local Mm -hmm. governor are doing nothing about law and order there. And this is the question people are going to answer in November. They're going to have to decide, do you want to live in a country that looks like Portland? Basically, a country that's on fire with no law and order. And that's a real question that's coming because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are not denouncing the violence in our cities. They're not denouncing, you know, a lot of this that's led by Black Lives Matter. And if they're not going to denounce that, then I think they become complicit. All right. Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky uh, joining us today to discuss some of these pressing issues facing our country today. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jennifer. Okay. You heard what uh, Senator Paul said. Your thoughts? Gun? They should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. I mean, we do live in a nation of law, don't we? We thought we did. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, he's, he's 100,000 percent right. And they should, you know, you can't do this in a country with laws. Hell, if that's the case, let's throw all these goddamn laws out. I think we should throw some of them out because some of them ain't worth a shit anyway. But, yeah, that's what we should do. Ah, Well, Mother Nature's having her field day, no doubt about that. Um, well, let, let's, let's, let's look at this realistically. Okay? Senator Paul is saying exactly what a lot of folks have been saying for a long time now. 
um, President Trump is having the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security in a joint venture do investigations. So there's a lot happening, but more needs to be done. Now, do I see more happening? Yeah, it's going to take time to get people motivated. Um, when, you talk, when they talk about the uh, about people arming themselves and stuff like that, when, when people talk about that aspect of people getting sick and tired of being sick and tired, um, I believe it was No Way who even said the same thing. You said it. Uh, I think one of the one of the people that called in last night called uh, said it. We need to do. We need we, basically we need to be more proactive in stopping this insanity. But it's gonna it, it's gonna take time to, you know on the federal side to get things really going. But once it starts, once that hammer falls, woe be to the Democrats who are involved. And God help Antifa and BLM if they continue their bullshit. Right or wrong. I think one of the uh, the stark realities is, <clears throat> you know, it, it's going to take it's going to take more than just you know President Trump and others, you know, to do their part. But we're also going to need to see uh, we're going to need to see more from you know people in the communities where this is happening uh, to step up to the plate and say, you know what, enough's enough. We have we have seen this violence far too often. We are sick and tired of it being perpetrated on our streets. Our businesses are being destroyed because of this shit. And these liberal shitbag mayors and governors are letting it happen because they're telling the police, you can't do your job. Oh, you can, no, you can stand out there. No, they've got the police standing a police line with riot gear on and all that. But they're not allowed to do their fucking job beyond that. They're just out there to look pretty. Completely insane. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but something's got to give. Well, the NYPD unveiled new disciplinary a new disciplinary matrix for its officers. Um. What does that entail? Get a load of this. The New York Police Department announced major changes regarding how it responds to allegations of internal misconduct. The nation's largest police force is rolling out a new disciplinary system for its officers. Commissioner Dermot Shea 
unveiled the overhaul Monday in the form of a 48-page draft penalty matrix. Officers are out there every day doing God's work in many ways with no need for, for discipline. But invariably, in any occupation, there will be incidents that happened that shouldn't happen. And when those incidents happen, we want to have a roadmap where both our employees as well as the public knows what to expect. This is what Commissioner Shea said. The matrix categorizes misconduct into 11 different categories with presumptive penalties outlined in each one. Under the guidelines, officers who are found to have improperly used deadly physical force against someone, regardless of if the person is harmed or not, the presumptive penalty is termination. This includes the use of a chokehold under any circumstances. Additionally, officers who fail to intervene when witnessing such force being used can also face the same fate. For abuse of authority, including discourtesy and offensive language, the presumptive penalty ranges from training to probation to termination. The project has been in the development since the beginning of this year, before the New York City Council passed a law in June requiring its use. The penalties are not black and white, however, with officials noting the matrix will only serve as a starting point for analysis after a full and complete investigation takes place. Commissioner Shea will ultimately have final approval. Regardless, the announcement is still being met with criticism from some, including the head of the Police Benevolent Association. In a statement, Union President Patrick Lynch called it an avenue for New York City's council to manipulate NYPD discipline to further their radical political goals. He predicted the matrix will change based on headlines and poll numbers rather than any objective sense of justice or fairness. In a uh, tweet posted on by the uh, New York City PBA, PBA President Jack Uh, Patrick J. Lynch said, apparently mandatory minimums and sentencing guidelines are unfair to criminals but perfectly fine for cops. This matrix has nothing to do with fairness. It's an avenue for for the city council's policing experts, the ones who brought chaos back to New York City, to manipulate NYPD discipline to further their radical political goals. Just watch as the punishment guidelines are changed based on headlines and poll numbers rather than any objective sense of justice or fairness. Now, that's what I just read moments ago. Well, despite this, the NYPD maintains the new system solely aims to establish a consistent, fair, and transparent standard for all members of the service. Moving forward, why has the, the two words moving forward become such a big part of, of American dialogue? This is ridiculous. 
Anyway, the matrix is open to public comment for 30 days before it's expected to go into effect. The nation's largest police force on the East Coast, the NYPD, having this, they call it a matrix, I call it, a, I call it, I call it Mucilex on steroids, okay? This is just full of shit. First of all, the, every police department across America has an internal affairs division. They need to be the ones doing in-depth investigations. And if the officer and or officers are found to be culpable in the death of someone because of excessive force and brutality, fuck just firing their ass. Yes, fire them. Fire them after they've been arrested and charged with murder if a person dies as a result of their brutality and excessive use of force. Just firing them is not enough. That's a slap on the fucking wrist. And instead of taking it out on all of the uh, decent officers that are out there, just target the ones who commit the crimes. But no, that's not going to happen. That's that, I've I, I got a, a gut feeling on this. It's going to affect all police officers in the NYPD, not just the ones who commit excessive force and brutality. And as far as the abusive language is concerned, what the fuck? It's America. First Amendment. Remember that? Yes, they're in uniform. They're wearing the badge of the NYPD and everything, but still, they're human beings. If they slip an F-bomb out, Fuck it. Let it happen. If they say shit, piss, ass, well, they, you know, anybody that doesn't like it can kiss their ass. But this, this matrix that, that the NYPD rolled out is political. That's all it is. And I think I know who's directly or indirectly responsible for this. And his name is Bill de Blasio. Gunslinger, what do you think? You mean fuck up nub nuts? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. You know, it's many screwball policy that that nut, nut sack has done. I, I, does it surprise you? Liberal fucking Democrat, far left liberal Democrat. Man, they ought to outlaw him. Wow. Great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I firmly believe that, you know, de Blasio is probably the only person I know in politics, other than Nancy Pelosi, who's got about as much brain matter as a pile of dead grass. That ain't saying very much for the grass, now is it? But, I mean, come on. Well, at least a, at least is, a pile of dead grass turns into fertilizer. So at least at least the dead pile of dead grass has a purpose. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Good point. Good point, Gunslinger. I, I I I completely forgot about that. It does have a use after it's turned brown. It's called fertilizer. 
just don't mix it with ammonium nitrate and shit like that, or you'll have, well, you know what you would have. I'm not going to say the rest of the ingredients because I don't want people thinking I'm telling them what it was made with. There are other ingredients. Just, you know, just saying. Um, but Senslinger, this doesn't this also take uh, from, say, the, the the authority and the and the ability of um, the Internal Affairs de- Department? Of, doesn't it, it kind of make their job a little bit a little a little more difficult? I mean, I would think that this this only it, it kind of puts a restriction on on their investigative capability into officers' misconducts. Go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, who who's going to watch the watchers, as the old saying goes? Okay, it needs to be a citizen review board. I'm all for that. Let the citizens review this stuff, not internal affairs, because you know how biased they are, and it's happened. You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. I've seen it too many fucking times, even in business, okay? And it does happen even in police departments. Yes, it does, okay? So let the citizens review this stuff along with internal affairs. That would be the most fairest way to do things. Go ahead. Yeah, there was a... uh... Citizen Review Board of sorts in my hometown many years ago. Uh, that review board has disappeared. I firmly believe that the citizens, a citizen review board is necessary. And in that, they should include, as part of the citizen review board, at least two criminal attorney, criminal defense attorneys with constitutional back, that have a background in the Constitution. Why? Because you leave it to just the, the average everyday citizen alone, it could create more chaos. Because what if, they, what if you get some Antifa slash BLM lunatic mixed in with all the rest? Talk about tainted. And also, attorneys can look at the legality. If these officers, after the investigation by IA is done, they could turn around and, 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 and look at the, and, and with the, the Citizen Review Board, look at it and go, okay, this is, this is what it says. We, we, you know, as lawyers, we, we understand certain legalities in this, and certain shortfalls, but I, you know, what does, what do you folks, after reading all this, what do you think? And if you want our advice in this situation, that's what we're here for. That's what I think those lawyers would be best, they would best serve in that capacity as advisors to the Citizen Review Board. But let those attorneys be outside the political spectrum. 
someone who doesn't have a political axe to grind. How many attorneys are, are like that in, in some cities? But at least try to get some decent attorneys, at least two attorneys on the review board to advise the review board. So this way, they don't sit there and go, well, yes, we should fire them. But, what, but they, they're, being, they're being accused of murder. Well, firing them's good enough. That would be the compassionate, loving, and caring liberal side of it. Because you know that's gonna, there's going to be a liberal or two in these review boards. A citizen review board uh, is never equal or even. They tend to sometimes be lopsided. So you've got to have balance. And that's where these attorneys also come into play because um, – Let's say, for the sake of discussion, you've got two attorneys in there to advise the board, okay? They can turn to the board and say, look, we're not telling you how to decide. We're advising you that if if this officer and these other officers involved are responsible for this person dying uh, by their hands, that's murder and they should be charged accordingly. And upon being charged accordingly, yeah, they lose their job. As it should be. What do you think of that, Gun? Well, yeah, like I said, they need to be just not just fired. They need to go to prison if they, if they are determined guilty by you know a jury, of course. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. They need to be uh, uh, prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Okay? Just because they're cops are not above the law. Now, some of them think they are, and those ones that shouldn't be a cop. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I totally agree. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's the kind of thing where, you know, look, no officer is perfect. Okay, no police officer is 100% pure as snow either. And there are some cops out there that, that make mistakes. And they will own up to their mistakes, those who, you know, who have, you know, who have a, a sense of justice and, and, and understand that what they may have done, if, you know, depending on what it is, was outright wrong. Now, let's say for the sake of discussion, you know, a simple thing like, you know, not, you know, not getting involved in a dispute. Let's say, the, let's say there are two people fighting, you know, having a fist fight on, on the streets of New York City. An officer sees that but decides not to get involved because he doesn't know what the situation is. That is a mistake on the part of the officers, okay? And I've seen that happen. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have. But not just with the NYPD. I'm talking about, you know, police in general. What I think would be, uh, you know, would be necessary uh, for any officer, because uh, I know that there are police officers who listen to this broadcast, okay, that listen to this broadcast and watch this broadcast on the video feeds in archives. Um, maybe, you know, spread the word through your, you know, through your fellow officers and, and tell them, look, when we make a mistake, 
or fail to do something in the performance of our duty, we need to own up to it. We can't, you know, we can't let them think that we're, you know, Teflon Don's kind of mentality, you know, kind of situation. So I, I think that if they, if, 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 if the officers are, are good and decent officers, they'll own up to their mistakes. The officers that commit brutality, that violate a, a, a citizen's uh, right to due process, the whole or, or whatever the, the more serious crime is, including and not limited to the, the loss of a human life at their hands, you know, these offenses need to be handled accordingly and properly under the law, as they always should. Slapping them on the wrist with termination, that's just that, a slap on the wrist. I don't know. But, again, that's just me. All right. So... As we look toward the elections, redirecting traffic. Guess where ministrokes.com and antifa.com take you? Tech savvy trolls send Biden and Trump web traffic. Oh, God. I hate these auto starts, and it's not shutting off. Oh, that and that hurts my ears because it's loud. I'm wearing headphones. Well, apparently, web traffic from unwanted domains. Get a load of this. I saw this story, and I just, I, I just like. And you think this doesn't happen? Why? Well, apparently some tech-savvy trolls are working their mischief on the dueling presidential campaigns, sending them web traffic from unlikely and unwanted sources. As social media users have noted recently, type Antifa.com in your browser, and it redirects you to JoeBiden.com. And if one tries mini-strokes, mini-strokes.com, it goes to DonaldJTrump.com. Really? Hmm. In both cases, the origin of the redirection and who is responsible for it remains unknown, though it appears to be the work of trolls having fun at the expense of the nominees. In the case of Antifa.com, it comes as Republicans are using it to hit Democratic nominee Joe Biden over his response to violent protests. As for mini-strokes.com, that site popped up after President Trump on Tuesday denied on Twitter that he had a series of mini-strokes after the unfounded hashtag Trumpstroke hashtag trended on Twitter. Talk about sick. Author Don Winslow previously claimed that Trump had many strokes in August, something the White House has vigorously denied. But the claim resurfaced after a new book, said Vice President Mike Pence, 
was once on standby to take over the powers of the presidency if Trump had to go under a procedure. No group, Republican or Democrat, has acknowledged buying the Antifa.com domain, and there's no easy way to trace where the redirect came from. The Biden campaign could not be reached for comment to see if they were aware of the mysterious redirection. But it has been flagged on social media in recent days by Republicans, including Texas Senator Ted Cruz, who tweeted Monday, click on Antifa.com, adding, tells you all you need to know. A Republican congressional candidate recently tweeted at Biden asking, why, if you go to Antifa.com, does it take people to your campaign website? The Antifa.com redirect has occurred for about the past month, but at times the URL redirected users to KamalaHarris.org and the self-described anarchist website It'sGoingDown.org. Antifa stands for anti-fascist, and as a group that strongly opposes President Trump, members of Antifa have been accused of hijacking protests against radical injustice and police brutality to make them violent and destructive, which is pretty obvious. Forrester research analyst Randy Hefner, who said that the Antifa.com domain name was associated with the register Namecheap.com from 2002. Mm-hmm. This is a long time ago, but it doesn't mean that whoever registered it back then was in any way associated with or counter-associated, if you will, with Antifa. There are people in the market that prospectively acquire domain names hoping that some future party will want to buy the rights to the domain name at an attractive price. The party listed as the owner of the domain is who is Guard, which is registered to a P.O. box in Panama. Legal action would likely need to be taken with either Namecheap or who is Guard to divulge ownership info, according to Hefner. All that said, even once a domain name is in operation, various kinds of hacks could nefariously redirect it from its intended destination to one of the hackers choosing, according to Hefner. There's a history of the Trump and Biden teams using domain names to battle each other in the new era of digital election battles. Excuse me. The Biden and Trump campaigns have found new ways to troll each other, buying the domain of their opponent's campaign slogans. Excuse me. Just after the Biden campaign rolled out a Latino voter program, the Trump campaign bought the URL of its namesake, Tudos Con Biden, a visit to www.tudosconbiden.com revealed a message in both English and Spanish. Oops, Joe forgot about Latinos. Joe is all talk. 
The only link on that page on the page redirects visitors to the Trump campaign's Latino outreach site, Latinos for Trump. The Biden campaign returned fire by buying up Vamos to Victory.com. Trump used that phrase last month during a series of campaign events in Texas, which was dubbed the Vamos to Victory Tour. Typing in Vamos to Victory.com redirects to Trump wins we lose.com. <laughs> The Biden campaign also bought KeepAmericaGreat.com after Trump intermittently tried to coin Keep America Great along with Make America Great Again. A visit to the site documents 12 of Trump's alleged promises made promises broken. Trump isn't looking for a second term. He's looking for a do-over, the site reads. BernieSanders.com, one letter short of the name of Biden's most formidable opponent, now also redirects to a site asking donors to give now to elect Joe Biden and defeat Donald Trump. There is no proof that the Biden campaign is behind the website. I mean... In politics, especially in in political campaigns, there's going to be a lot of back and forth. There's going to be, but this is this is actually kind of funny because in the digital age, who expects this kind of stuff? We should. But I mean, does it does it surprise anyone? Doesn't surprise me. What do you think, Gunn? Well, it sure don't surprise me. I mean, yeah, I could see him doing it. They said I could see him doing it for a long time now. You know, <clears throat> these and the people that are doing it, these hackers or whatever are doing it, you know they're Democrats. They're wanting to go to their boy, you know, Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe. Okay. <clears throat> and, of course, you have the other options, too. There's probably some out there that went over to Trump, too. So it's a it's a back-and-forth game to these people. Obviously. <laughs> well, it's go- it's going to be interesting because here it is September. We have two months before the election, and I got a feeling the shit's going to start heating up big time over the next month or two. The question becomes. Who's going to be the ultimate winner in this in this fight? I say Donald Trump. I don't know about anybody else, but I got a feeling, a deep down gut feeling, Trump's not only going to win this election, but it's going to be a bigger win than in 2016. Because people are sick and tired of the Democrats and their bullshit. They really are. I mean, I, for one, would love to see, upon being announced the winner, Trump 
going before every, the cameras and everybody and saying, told you so. Everybody around the country said it best with their votes. I don't have to say another word. And then thank everyone for putting him back in the Oval Office for a second term. Especially the Democrats who keep fucking up royally, you know? Well, there are some things that just go without saying. That's why I try not to say them too much. Oh, here's something that really uh, is is kind of a hit in the head for... um, Oh, these mono starts are a pain in the neck. Get a load of this. Kennedy Dynasty suffers first loss ever in Massachusetts. <clears throat> Riding a wave of support from the Democrat Party's progressive wing, including the backing of, of Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Elizabeth Warren, Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts on Tuesday survived a heated primary battle against challenger Representative Joe Kennedy III. Speaking to reporters, Kennedy announced that he conceded to Markey about two hours after polls closed in Massachusetts in a primary battle that grabbed national attention as it turned increasingly bitter this summer. A few moments ago, I called Senator Markey to congratulate him and to pledge my support to him and his campaign in the months ahead, Kennedy told reporters. The senator is a good man. You have never heard me say otherwise. And pointing to the tensions between the two candidates this summer, Kennedy added, it was difficult at at times between us. Good elections often get heated. Speaking an hour later in his hometown of Malden, Markey thanked Kennedy and also noted that their race had been fierce at times, but fueled by a shared commitment to the people of this great commonwealth. Markey emphasized that that in his primary campaign, we took unapologetically progressive stances on all the issues, and he stressed that the progressive movement knows how to fight. We will not surrender. Markey's victory continued his streak of never losing an election in his nearly half century in elective politics. Kennedy, who was a rising star in the Democratic Party, is the grandson of the late Senator and U.S. Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy and grandnephew of the late President John F. Kennedy. The Kennedy family name still holds magic for many Massachusetts Democrats, and the congressman was the favorite when he launched his primary challenge nearly a year ago. But his defeat brings to an end the nearly eight decades long undefeated streak of the Kennedy dynasty in Massachusetts. Obviously, these results were not the ones we were hoping for. Kennedy acknowledged, but leaving the door open to a future campaign 
He added, no matter the results tonight, I would do this again with all of you in a heartbeat. And he stressed that we may have lost the final vote count tonight, but we've built a coalition that will endure because this coalition, our coalition, is the future of the Democratic Party. Markey surged this summer, taking a double-digit lead over Kennedy in four of the five most recent polls, but Kennedy and his campaign pushed back against the survey, saying the contest was much closer than the polls indicated. So the Kennedy dynasty, at least for now, is over by the looks of it. And that, that actually kind of surprises me. It really does. What do you think, Gunn, of, all, of this Kennedy dynasty uh, ending the way it did? By the way, your audio is a bit on the low side, so I, I, I had a little trouble hearing you at first. And then I realized uh, it might help if I turn my, the volume on my headphones up again. <laughs> so it <laughs> just goes to show I'm, uh, when, when, these auto, when these videos do auto start and they're blasting loud, I have to turn down my headphones and then I forget to turn them back up when I kill the loud volume video. Yeesh. 347-945-5747. No. Not that story. So... Here, oh wow! This is a this is this is interesting. A Michigan nursing home prohibited employees from wearing masks amid COVID nineteen outbreak. Ain't this a hit in the head? I got give me a second here. Thank you. I don't need the loud ass audio in my ear. Getting tired of stopping this shit. The family of a woman who died while staying at a Michigan nursing home and some former staffers have accused bosses of refusing to allow employees to protect themselves from the coronavirus while at work, according to multiple reports. Denny Williams, mother of Wanda Parker, died from COVID-19 April 7, just days after she was taken to an area hospital from the village's of Leap of, of, of Leaper Nursing and Rehabilitation, where she had been staying, according to the Detroit Free Press, Williams and his family, and a handful of employees from villages of Leaper Nursing and Rehabilitation have sued, alleging the facility prohibited workers from wearing masks. Williams told the newspaper that workers who he said didn't appear to wear face coverings or other protective equipment 
when he visited his mother through a window, told him they could not wear it. All she kept saying was, please help me. I still don't sleep well because of that. I have nightmares about it, Williams later told local news station WXYZ Detroit. She was taken from us for no good reason. Taylor, Taylor Minifield, who worked for the villages as a certified nursing assistant, told WXYZ she tried wearing a mask at work to protect her mother, who had cancer, per doctor's advice. She said her boss snatched it off her face and threw it in the trash. Minifield and Harden are now suing. I skip a one in here somehow? No. Hmm. Another former CNA, Tasha Harden, told WXYZ their boss once sent two employees home because both because they refused to take their masks off. According to the Detroit Free Press, nursing home managers are also refused to test residents or staff and would not let workers stay home sick unless they had fevers. Michigan's Department of Health and Human Services reported that 19 people who lived at the 87-bed home died from COVID-19, according to the outlet. Meanwhile, 47 other patients and 16 employees contracted the virus, according to WXYZ. As of July 31st, more than 2,000, or 31% of Michigan's coronavirus-related deaths were linked to nursing homes in a statement provided to both, out, to both outlets. The villages of Lapeer said it was not in a position to provide comment. We can say that the villages of Lapeer has been and will continue to cooperate with the involved parties, the statement further reads. Please be assured that the villages of Lapeer, sorry, kept pronouncing it wrong, is committed to continuing to provide high-quality care and support to our residents and their families, as well as support for all of our staff during these challenging times. This is absolutely disgusting. This is. For a nursing home to tell its employees you can't wear a mask at all is just plain insane, okay? And to literally take a mask and rip it off of someone's face and throw it in the trash, thats first of all, that's physical assault. That's physically assaulting the person, whether they want to believe that or not. And these nursing homes... That the, you know where they do that kind of crap, those persons should be held accountable by being arrested for assault. The lawsuits that are that are going to fly in in the face of this are just the beginning. Look at the nursing home deaths that occurred here in New York State because of Governor Andrew Cuomo. 
and what he and what he pulled. This son of a bitch needs to be held accountable as well for what and because of his complicit actions in the deaths of so many. Gunslinger, I'm telling you, man, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but are people are, are people that stupid? This is a nursing home that has medical responsibilities to its to to the people that live there. Okay, if a person has cancer or has uh, some other uh, illness, one would hope that the nursing staff would have a mask on, regardless of COVID-19. For a nursing home to tell its staff, you can't wear a mask, rip a mask off of an employee's face, and then make this idiotic statement that they're committed to continuing to provide high-quality care and support to the residents and their families, as well as support to their staff during during these challenging times, that is just placating and pan, and, and and pandering. What do you think, man? Oh well, yeah, I, I totally agree. There's no need for that. I mean, it's, I, yeah, I, I think I'd be sitting in pain. I mean one place that you would want to wear a mask even if this even if this bug wasn't there or anywhere for that matter it's always good to wear a mask around people that are elderly okay their immune systems are obviously compromised or not as strong as it was when they you know 16 years old young done full time you know so yeah that's always a good uh, procedure Yeah, well, hey, listen, I worked in two hospitals, a Veterans Administration and the local hospital in my hometown. And when they go in to meet with patients, obviously they're wearing masks at the time. And that's long before this pandemic hit, long before. It's, it's, it's policy in hospitals and nursing homes and so forth that they wear a mask if you're dealing with medical issues of the patients and or residents. 352 area code, go ahead. Do you like to play with the ball? You're gone. Goodbye. Uh, Stupid people. But I think what, what needs to be done is there needs to be there needs to be some some there needs to be a law passed on the federal level to hold these nursing homes accountable if they're if they're telling their their staff you don't wear a mask regardless of the pandemic or not they need to also in that law hold elected officials accountable and prosecutable if they are complicit in the loss of life as a result of such policies or if they enact policies 
that go completely and contradict or, and that go completely against and contradict the uh, you know the, 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 the basic common sense in in a medical in medical facilities. You know what I'm saying? from Forrest Gump. Stupid is as stupid does. You know? And 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 that's that's what it comes down to. Especially when you're when you talk about politicians and the lunacy of places like this Michigan nursing home. I mean this Michigan nursing home, it's it's uh op- the people who run it, the management who are complicit in the ordering of staff not to wear masks. Uh, basically, they need to be held accountable. They need to have their their feet held to the fire. Very simply put. So, you know, more power to them if they want to keep acting like assholes. Now here's here's a story that's really you know, that, that, that's really stupid, okay? On the part of a waitress who, who did something really really dumb. Oh God, that hurt. Now check this out, gunslinger. A restaurant server reportedly lost her job, and rightly so after giving a police detective a snarky, quote-unquote, tip on his receipt. The server, who worked at the Happy Camper restaurant in the Wrigleyville neighborhood of Chicago, reportedly wrote, quit your job on the detective's receipt on Sunday, according to a photo obtained by local outlet CWB Chicago. The outlet reported that the detective reportedly threw away his order after seeing the note worried something had been done to his food. I would have done the same thing. On Monday, Happy Camper posted a statement about the incident on its website and Facebook page saying it had fired the employee. Our company works incredibly hard to provide a positive and enjoyable experience for all customers. Upon learning this upon learning this morning about an incident last night involving a customer, we immediately took action to terminate the employee. We sincerely and humbly apologize. The action of one does not accurately reflect who we are as a company. According to the Facebook according to the post, we have zero tolerance for any behavior 
that doesn't give our customers the full respect they deserve. In a comment on the post, the restaurant also said it had apologized to the detective. Please also know that Happy Camper has reached out to the police officer to personally apologize, offer a full refund, and provide a gift card to his restaurant of choice. Thanks again to all of our customers for your understanding. This is what the comment read. More than 250 people commented on the post as of Tuesday evening, with many praising the actions of the restaurant. One woman wrote, Nice to see a business take the appropriate action. One employee does not reflect the business as a whole. Another person wrote, Good call. Absolutely unacceptable behavior. Thank you for holding the employee accountable. I hope the message was loud and clear to other employees. Well, I got a nice little message for, uh, that, for that former employee of Happy Camper. Shove your Antifa BLM attitude squarely up your ass. And I hope it I hope it scratches the interior of your rectum so much that every time you fart you you blow taps because you just killed your chances of working in any restaurant ever again. We figure this one done. When we talk about about the, the shit that's being done to police in a lot of these riots and things, this takes the fucking cake. Um, I'm glad to see the restaurant took the appropriate action. Well, you know, it, there's a lot of things that are taking the cake these days. <laughs> this obviously adds to the adds to it, adds to the, to the pile. But at least they did live, like you said, restaurant took the appropriate action by firing the stupid ass. Um, you don't want people like that representing your business. Right? Yeah, I, I damn sure wouldn't tolerate that. You, you think I would hire some electrician and go out there and bad mouth my company or, or get in fight with a damn customer? Fuck no. Fuck you. You're fired. Okay? It's like Trump says. You're fired. Okay? You just can't have that. I'm not, I'm not staying in business anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, from a business standpoint, you want people to uh, continue to be patrons to your business. You want not only their repeat business, but you want new customers to come through that door. If people get work, you know, get wind of, uh, of of an employee of that establishment acting the way this person did, but let's say for the sake of discussion, nothing happened, okay, to that employee, that business would suffer a lot. It would suffer greatly. But if they find out that an employee did what they did and was fired, and was fired accordingly for their actions, especially being disrespectful to the customers in that fashion, uh, there are people out there that are going to look at that business and go, good. Glad to see you took the, the right action. And we are, and we would be, we would love to, you know, patron your establishment or your business. You know, I've done business with a lot of places over the years. I've gone to many restaurants, diners, you know, and 
I only had really one bad experience in a restaurant. I, I, I didn't get a snarky response or anything like that. I heard about it the day after. I had a bad bout of gas, and I let one loose as I was at the uh, register to check out, you know, to, to pay for my, uh, for my uh, meal. And there was no one else around me, so the only person was the person at the register. And I said, have a good night. And I left, and the next day I found out from somebody that was sitting in a booth <laughs> directly behind me that when I walked out the door and the door closed, the person at the register goes, what a disgusting slob. And at least six people got up and walked out because they, they were like, oh, if they can call that person a slob, imagine what they would call us if we did that kind of mentality. I thought it was comical. I, I didn't seek retaliation or anything because apparently it was, it was the, the restaurant's owner. I was like, no. Oh. After I found out about that, I never went back to that restaurant. But you know, still, it's you know, it's unfortunate that you know you got people out there that are going to do stupid shit like that. To write a, a nasty ass comment like "quit your job," really? To that former employee, I say, "fuck you," and the horse you rode in on. Now. I know you've been hearing a lot. I'm sure you've been hearing a lot about the. Um, hold on a second. I got another auto star that's about to kick. In. There we go. Thank you. Making my. This is going to hurt my ears. I'm going to have ringing in my ears for days because of these auto starts that won't shut off. Trump Organization Executive Vice President Donald Trump Jr. ripped Democrats, including presidential nominee Joe Biden, for claiming the urban unrest, I'm sure you all heard about this of late, gripping the nation is a hallmark of Donald Trump's America. They're blaming Donald Trump for all the riots that are taking place. In case you're wondering what, what this is all about. Trump Jr. told the Ingram Angle Tuesday, imagine wearing a MAGA hat in Portland. You could wear a Biden hat in any city in the country and no one would do anything. That's the difference. That's the double standard. These are not conservatives doing this. They are Joe Biden voters burning down their cities. The president's eldest son added, Joe Biden himself said the other day he was going to sit in his basement bunker for another 10 days before addressing the violence until the polling issue came out. And then all of a sudden, he said, they may have to leave the bunker 10 days early. Trump Jr. noted that 2020 is the first year in American history in which a person can be criminally cited for attending church but will not be guaranteed similar punishment if they engage in rioting or looting. In response to Biden's claim that violence is Trump's fault because it's happening under his watch as president, 
Trump Jr. called that argument insane, pointing out that no one blamed Barack Obama for riots in places like Ferguson, Missouri, or Baltimore, after incidents in which black men died after encounters with police. The reality is Joe Biden almost said nothing about these things. He sat there. Trump Jr. continues. There must be tacit acceptance. These are Biden voters. These are Democrat voters that are out there doing this. You don't see the conservatives burning down businesses. You don't see conservatives getting attacked, attacking others for wearing a MAGA hat. I mean, okay, look. The Democrats are blaming Trump. Across the board, Democrats are blaming Trump for all the violence and rioting that's going on. Really? And what proof do you fuckheads have of that? Hmm? What fucking proof do you have of that shit? What kind of stupid asshole would, would be brazen enough to make a statement like that? Well, let's see. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Cory Booker, Maxine Waters, Dianne Feinstein, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris... Do I need to go down a laundry list of Democrats that would make that accusation, which is baseless? What do you think, Gunn? Well, the list would be very long, wouldn't it? Um, Which it doesn't surprise me again. There's a big, the laundry list is getting bigger and bigger and longer. As more and more of these idiots show, I mean, what idiots they are. Very simple. Good. Uh, yeah, and by the way, you're no longer in the in the Mixler chat room. Yeah, I had to restart the browser. It's stuck on stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. My it seems like my browser. Every time I shut off the auto start to 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 videos. I go to another page that has a video, and all of a sudden, snap of the fingers, it's back on again. It's still I think my bro- I think. Hmm. Why am I not surprised? Technology is being unfair to to we who are conservatives. I mean, seriously, it's just that bad. But what gets me is, you know, the Democrats think that accusing Trump of being responsible for the riots, they think that the people are going to believe that. There are some folks that will believe it, I'm sure. But a vast majority of people are going to look at that and go, are you fucking insane? Are you fucking stupid? Do you have any idea what the fuck you're, you're, you're saying here? It just boggles the fucking mind. It really does boggle the mind. But when I first saw that, you know, people were blaming Trump for the riots, uh, I need to let you folks know up front that these are the people who are definitely afraid 
of Trump winning a second term. These are people who are deathly afraid of losing again. Okay? They know that Biden stands no fucking chance in hell of winning against Donald Trump, but they're... How can I put this? Their, their actions in this election cycle are that of people who absolutely positively have no clue of what else to do except blame Trump and continue to blame Trump. It's that it's all his fault. Trump did it. It's his fault. We're, we're not at fault. We did nothing wrong. Nothing to see here mentality. goes to show stupid is as stupid does but what are you going to do so oh get this oh here's a here's a laugh Here's a laugh for you, everybody. Uh, hold on. Auto start video again. Thank you. Pain in my ear low, in my eardrums. All right. Gunslinger, you ready for a good laugh? Read Outpost on MSNBC said Trump was radicalizing his supporters in the way Muslims act. <laughs> Ilhan Omar, Democrat from Minnesota, and Rashida Tlaib, Democrat from Michigan, have called on MSNBC host Joy Reid to apologize. Yeah. Called on Joy Reid to apologize after she suggested Monday night that President Trump has radicalized his supporters in the same way that Muslims act. <clears throat> Wow. According to Joy Reid on her new show, apparently the show that took over for Hardball with Chris Matthews, since he's no longer employed there, leaders, let's say in the Muslim world, talk a lot of violent talk and encourage their supporters to be willing to commit violence, including on their own bodies in order to win against whoever they decide is the enemy. Excuse me. We in the U.S. media describe that as they are radicalizing those people, particularly when they're radicalizing young people. That's how we talk about the way Muslims act. When you see what Donald Trump is doing, is that any different from what we describe as radicalizing people? Her comments came in response to President Trump retweeting a video of a pro-Trump caravan which included a man who shot paintballs at protesters. Ooh, there's a creative idea. (laughs) They weren't protesters. They were rioters, agitators, and anarchists. Let's get this straight. 
Omar tweeted that Reed's remarks constituted casual Islamophobia and were hurtful and dangerous. Excuse me, folks. Words matter, Talib chimed in. Excuse me. And those words... Excuse me a second, folks. Can't keep my throat clear. I've got a I feel like I've got a phlegm ball in my throat from my allergies. <clears throat> All right, let's where were they? Words matter, Talib chimed in, and these words feed into the harm, into the harmful anti Muslim rhetoric and actions that we continue to see in this country. It is even more painful to hear it from someone I admire. We deserve an apology. Reed did not mention the issue on her show Tuesday night, which prompted criticism from the civil rights organization Muslim Advocates. She spent much of the show discussing racism. However, Reed failed to acknowledge the harm she caused, did not apologize for stereotyping Muslims as violent radicals, and failed to address her history of anti-Muslim comments, the group said in a statement. By refusing to apologize and disavow her anti-Muslim comments, Reed is continuing to put Muslims in danger. Muslim advocates added, hate and bigotry should not have a home on MSNBC. Joy Reed and MSNBC must take responsibility for what they have unleashed by apologizing on air and agreeing to meet with Muslim leaders to ensure these, this does not happen again. Social media users of all political stripes were taken aback by Reed's comments. Brihana Joy Gray, a former spokesperson for Senator Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign, tweeted, nearly a quarter of the world's population acts how? These remarks are pretty appalling, tweeted Luke Savage of the left-wing Jacobin magazine. Joy Reid's subtext is more or less that Trump is radicalizing his supporters just like barbarians abroad do. The way Muslims act is racism, plain and simple. Liberal activist Linda Sarsour tweeted, This is not good at at Joy Ann Reid. This is, without a hint of sarcasm, literally Islamophobia. The Washington Examiner's Siraj Hashmi tweeted. I had to take a careful pause to try and make sure I try to pronounce that name as best I can. Matt Whitlock, a senior advisor with the National Republican Senatorial Committee, commented, might be tough for Joy to blame hackers for this one. He was referring to a previous controversy surrounding homophobic posts on Reed's personal blog. After the comments first surfaced in 2017, Reed issued an apology, calling her remarks insensitive, tone-deaf, and dumb, and vowed to do better going forward. However, the after Mediate found 
even more articles in 2018, Reid claimed that an unknown external party accused, excuse me, accessed and manipulated material on her old blog and fabricated the offensive entries and that she was working with a cybersecurity expert and notified federal law enforcement officials. As always, MSNBC did not respond to any comments from to anyone. No surprise. But here, I'm a little. I'm actually. I'm actually. This is going to surprise folks. But I'm actually surprised that Talib and Omar actually went after Joy Reid for her comments. Wow. So it's okay for her to get away with this because apparently she's not apologizing and neither is MSNBC. So, hello, welcome to the real fucking world, Omar and Tlaib. Your liberal friends in MSNBC have turned against you and your so-called religion. Ain't that a shame? What do you think of this one, Gunn? That's that's what you get when you do what those people do. Trying to push your damn shit on everybody. Well, they're going to turn on you eventually. Especially the ones that are in the know, okay? Like, you know, the smart right people, not the left people. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they get the taste of their own medicine, and that's good. Maybe some of them will wise up and vote them some bitches out. (laughs) Let's hope. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that what Joy Reid said on her new show, just getting underway, actually put a black eye on the entire network. Because if a so-called journalist with MSNBC is allowed to make homophobic and or Islamic uh, comments without any kind of retaliation or thinks that they won't get called up on the carpet for it, but but the network still allows it to slide, I'm sorry, that network needs to be shut down. That's my personal opinion on all of this. MSNBC needs to be completely shut down. It's licensed, taken away from it, and completely obliterated. NBC News should drop MSNBC altogether because this is a black stain on on NBC News as a whole. Believe me, they don't need this kind of bullshit. But you know what? It's happened. It's going to continue to happen, and I hope to God somebody finally wakes up at the FCC and says, bye-bye, your license is no longer valid. I'll tell you something. I pray the day comes, and I hope I live long enough to see that happen. And the same thing with CNN. They both deserve to have their licenses pulled. 
But what do I know? I'm just a guy with a big mouth and a microphone. Well, all I can say is God help them because he's the only one that can. <laughs> uh, this is a sad story to bring up. It really is. Give me a second here. Ouch. I hate this auto start shit. It's, it's hurting my ears so loud. Apparently, uh, and this is a sad one, as I said, to bring up, Elvis Presley's Graceland has been vandalized with graffiti messages, including defund MPD, uh, defund Memphis PD, abolish ICE, and BLM. Okay? This is, this, this is getting ridiculous. It's all insane. Repairs are estimated to cost around $150,000. The walls outside of Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee, were tagged with graffiti by vandals on Sunday with phrases like BLM and No Justice, No Peace. Graceland is the site where rock legend Elvis Presley formerly resided. The Levitt Shell Stage, an amphitheater where Presley gave his first paid concert, was also vandalized with similar messages, according to Fox 13. Graceland did not comment when contacted about the graffiti. Fox 13 reporter Sheila O'Connor tweeted out photographs of the damaged walls on Tuesday morning, which included messages about the death of Brianna Taylor who was killed in Louisville in excuse me in Louisville while police were serving a no-knock warrant on her home crews are cleaning up after someone spray painted the walls of Graceland with messages like defund MPD and that's the initials for Memphis Police Department arrest Brianna Taylor's murderers and BLM, and more, she tweeted. Other messages included, I can't breathe, along with calls to defund the police. The executive director of Levitt Shell spoke with the Memphis police and said that between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m., the property had been defaced. And again, like I said, according to Fox 13, the repairs are estimated to cost around $150,000. You know what? The people that, if they're caught, if they are actually caught, they should be forced to fix what they've damaged and spend time in jail on top of it. Absolutely. I've been to Graceland. Been there one time. Went through the place. Beautiful fucking inside. Of Man, that's, ooh, that's something else, let me tell you. I've seen it, and, I, and by the way, Elvis Presley is buried there. I've seen his grave. Okay. Chicks and we're still crying over that dude. Okay. Amazing. And that's been probably 20 years ago since I've been up there. But, yeah, I can, oh, man, that's, that, 
That's crazy. These people should be locked up and throw the key away. That's what's coming. Well, one can only hope. Seriously, one can only fucking hope that, you know, people, you know, get people that did this, like I said, I hope they're caught, sentenced to jail, and also forced to fix what they've damaged. Because that would be sweet justice. It really would. Now, I don't know of anyone that's been to Graceland outside of yourself. Um, I'll tell you something. Believe it or not, that's one of the many places on my bucket list. That's one of the many places on my bucket list. I want to be able to stand outside the gates of Graceland and have my picture taken standing out there. And I will hold a sign that says, Long Live the King. Again, that's on my bucket list. That's on my bucket list. So, hopefully that's what we see. Ah, there you are. You're back in the chat. I take it you got everything working in in proper uh, proper orders. They actually had to. I think that big jet that he had, the Lisa Marie, they actually flew that thing in to the Memphis airport and towed it down Main Street to get it where it's sitting right now. There's a museum right across the street, and one side is the Graceland, and the other side the, the Lisa Marie is sitting there. You know, he turned it into a museum. His cars are there. I mean, God. Uh, you can spend two days looking through that place. Man, it's fantastic. Really is. Wow. And his music plays 24-7. As soon as you pull up in the parking lot, you'll hear Elvis's greatest hits. Probably still playing today. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised. I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, you know, Elvis Presley was probably one of the most beloved rock and roll stars in the history of rock and roll. Um, I'm not I'm not the greatest singer in the world. I mean, I'm, I'm I can sing. But I'm no Elvis Presley. God knows I'm no Elvis Presley. But uh, on this uh, karaoke site where I go, where where I I go and sing songs and stuff, and, you know, just to have a little fun. Uh, many of Elvis's songs are there for people to sing. So I decided to one day I was kind of bored, you know, sitting here and it was midday. Well, I was at my old apartment at the time. Uh, I decided to try Love Me Tender just once. Well, I shared that song with a couple of friends of mine, and they were like, well, you're no Elvis Presley, but you definitely bring a, 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 twi- a, a nice, subtle twist to a classic Elvis Presley tune. 
because I have a bass tenor voice. So, you know, it, it's nice to know that, you know, certain songs I can at least try. But Elvis Presley didn't have to try. This man was a, was a God-given talent. He had a voice. His, his singing voice was A number one top shelf. Okay? But I think the, the price of fame, Gunslinger, and, and this is, you know, and, and again, this is just me. This is just me, of course. Um, if you if you decide, you know that you're that you're becoming really famous, and then you decide to indulge in certain things. Okay, I can understand people who drink, you know, that can drink socially, you know, and and not go overboard. They they might have one or two drinks, you know, after after you know with dinner or maybe after if you're especially if they're famous after a performance. But to go overboard with alcohol and then compound that with all the drugs that he was taking, okay, that's the heartbreak in all of this. A talent like that should not have been wasted. Six one four area code. Go ahead. Okay, you got your chance. Goodbye. So basically, um, it comes down to one simple premise. You know, with Elvis Presley or any legendary performer, to have their property defaced in this manner. What did Elvis Presley's estate have to do with all of this bullshit? Nothing. It's real simple. It had nothing to do with it at all. And I'm sorry, but these Antifa slash BLM anarchists are out of uh, just they're just too far out of control. They really are. They do not. Have, they do not have the mentality, the brains God gave them. But hey, what are you going to do? I mean, Gunslinger, you and I, you know, we're, we're from the same, we're in the same generational group. You know, we're both, we're both, we're around the same age. We have seen shit over the decades, you know, that, you know, stuff would happen and then it would, it would, it would end. And then life would go on. But this whole Antifa slash BLM insanity is ongoing. They're being funded by George Soros. Of that, I'm certain. 
The Democrats are behind them. Of that, I'm certain. And if this joint operation between the DOJ and DHS proves beyond a reasonable doubt that certain officials in the Democratic Party are involved, well, guess what? Uh, Maybe they ought to take a look at where it stands. Okay? And, And say, you know what? We've got enough evidence. It's time to indict and criminally charge accordingly. So all of this, honestly, has got to come to a stop. Because like I said, man, you and I are from the same generation. We've seen our share of shit go on in the past. But nothing that we've seen over the decades has lasted as long as this rioting, looting, pillaging, and plundering bullshit of Antifa and BLM. Go ahead. Gunslinger, I can barely hear you. What about now? Is that better? That's much better. Now I can hear you. Well, like I said, it's just, it's, yeah, we never had those, you know, but like I said, they've, somebody has opened the gates to these people, and you know who it was, but buddy, he started it all, okay, because it wasn't prior to him, it was during and after him, so obviously, it's got a starting point, and he started it, okay? You know, as far as Muslim, you know, but he's a Muslim, you know he is. He admitted it. So, yeah, why not? You know, just radicalize the whole fucking country, and that's what he did. He, uh, he changed it. And now Trump's trying to change it back the way it's supposed to be, not the way they want it. Or if you know what they want, what's going on right now? It's a perfect sense. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean it's it's I, I don't know it, 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 there's there there's got to be a fine line that should not be crossed, and there is, and this Antifa BLM insanity is that fine line that's being crossed every single day, and it 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 shouldn't it shouldn't take you know it, it's not rocket science. But when you've got liberal governors and liberal mayors allowing it to continue, okay, and you've got all these, these idiots that on a regular basis go out there and decide we're going to do what we want, and that's all there is to it. And let them get away with all this shit. Well, there you go. So there's a lot of factors that are going on in all of this. And I'm sick and tired of it. But like I said at the top of this broadcast, there needs to be 
common sense. People who are out there with their cell phones videoing this stuff and live streaming it every, every fucking place, they need to stop doing that. And giving the, these agitators, these anarchists, their 15 minutes of fame plus. And everybody that keeps watching this shit needs to stop watching it. It's the same stupid shit over and over again. Until, something, until somebody stands up and says, enough is a fucking enough, and puts a stop to it, it's going to just keep happening. It's going to be the same shit. People with megaphones getting in the face of police. People throwing frozen water bottles at police. People throwing Molotov cocktails at police. People attacking police in any way they choose. And until their hands are untied, the police can't really do shit except retreat, and that's unacceptable. Okay? That's fucking unacceptable. But I firmly believe, as I said before, Gunslinger, and I want to see if you agree with me on this or not, I'm sure you do, good people, okay, decent people need to step up. Men and women like you and men and women like you and myself who are sick and tired of seeing this shit day after day, weekend after weekend, people's livelihoods being destroyed, and as a result, people losing their jobs over it. If, we, if, if, they, if they live in these communities where this shit is happening and they're sick and tired of it, they need to step up, stand behind the police, stand with the police on that police line, and say, you shall not pass this line. Attempt anything, and you go to jail. And any DA, any district attorney that releases them without prosecuting them needs to be prosecuted themselves as being complicit, as being culpable, as being conspirators, co-conspirators, sorry. Am I, am I wrong there, or, 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 am I, or did I... Or did I just say something that makes absolutely perfect sense? Well, yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, 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 absolutely make perfect sense. They need to, they need to do exactly that, okay? And unleash the hand of the cops, let them do their fucking jobs. That's what they get paid for. Keep peace, right? That's why they're called peace officers. Gee whiz, you think? Go ahead. Well, nothing in this world surprises me much anymore. It really doesn't. There are people out there, like you and I, who are sick and tired of it. And I'm reaching out to those individuals who are sick to death of bullshit. Stand with the police. Literally. Show these anarchists they're not going to get away with it anymore. And to anyone and everyone out there who continues to watch all these live streams, <laughs> I'm going to say it plain and simple. If you're watching these fucking live streams day after day, get a life. It's not the, if, if, you, if, if, that's what, if you're just being a spectator, you're not, helping the, you're not helping to find a solution to solve the problem. 
especially if you, and if you live in these places where the violence is happening, and you're sitting there doing nothing but watching it on, on, on the computer, then you deserve everything you get if it comes to your neck of the woods. Karma is a fucking bitch. It's time to shit or get off the pot. America, the choice is yours. None of us who have... A lot of us who live in places where the violence hasn't happened yet, I'm telling you right now, if it hasn't gotten to where you live, it will get there. And when it gets there, God help you. God help you if you allow it to, to happen. And God forgive the police officers who, who follow stand-down orders. Got a, com- a couple of comments here from uh, Cherokee Rose watching by way of Periscope. Wow, BLM doesn't respect anything or anyone. What a shame in regards to the... Uh, Elvis story, I believe. She goes on to say, yep, they should be held accountable. And they should. This insanity started because of one man's death. Well, that man has been dead and buried for a long time now. Everything that's happening since then has nothing to do with George Floyd whatsoever. All the violent rioting and looting and shit has nothing to do with George Floyd at all has everything to do with people being fucking Looney Tunes and just being criminals. Not for anything, but somebody needs to pull these BLM Antifa fucking thugs up by their fucking shirt collars, drag them, place them up against a wall, take the wire ties that you buy in the stores, the the really big, the nice thick ones, that are about yay long, about at least more than a foot long, take them, wire tie these fuckers' hands behind their back and place them under citizen's arrest and then hand them over to the cops and say, read them their Miranda rights, take them the fuck away. I'm willing to bet if people in in these affected areas where the violence is happening, where the rioting is happening, if people start stepping up and, and stopping it and showing the police this is how you do your job, Fuck the stand-down orders. Do your job. We pay your salaries. Our tax dollars pay it. I'm willing to bet a lot of this shit will stop. The live streamers need to stop their live streams, and the people that watch the live streams need to find something else to watch. Watch a movie. Watch a comedy. Don't give these live streamers any more of your time because it's only helping Antifa and BLM. It's helping them to keep doing what they're doing, whether you know it or not. I mean, Gunslinger, is it, is it just me or... Do I have to sit here show after show, night after night, week after week, drilling that into people's heads till they finally start listening and realizing, hey, you know, George is right. You know, 
watching these live streams. I could be watching shit. I could be watching a fucking movie on 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 Cinemax. I could be watching a skin flint on Playboy. You know. I could be watching a comedy. Watching NCIS reruns if necessary. Watch Star Trek. Watch anything but these fucking live streams of people being stupid. Because I, I hate to say it, but anybody that watches these fucking live streams are dumbass motherfuckers themselves. And I must be a dumb motherfucker because for a couple of minutes I did watch a few of them. Just to see what the fuck was going on. Just for a couple of minutes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. But I don't watch them anymore. I stopped watching. I said, fuck you guys. Uh, let me see. Let me see if there's any new movies on Netflix. You know, I've been watching more Netflix now than I have in in, in, in more than a month. There's plenty of shit to watch. But if you're tired of the violence, you're tired of the, uh, if you're sick and tired of the looting, the rioting, and everything else. And if you've lost your job because they riot because of the rioting, and the looting and the property destruction. Get out there, stand with the police, and tell these thugs, fuck you, we're tired of it. And take the appropriate action, place them under citizen's arrest, hand them over to the cops and say, here, read them the Miranda rights, take them away. Break out of industrial strength paddy wagon. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. As always, it is really great to uh, bring this show each and every week. We will be back for the Wednesday night edition of Firefox News Online, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until the next edition, folks, remember, we have, we have every right to defend our property. We have every right to defend our homes, our businesses, our jobs from these Antifa, Antifa BLM thugs. And like I said, and I'm going to say it one more time, if you're sitting there watching this shit day after day, weekend after weekend, you're only enabling BLM and Antifa to do what they do, whether you know it or not. So stop watching. You'd be better off. So we're out of here, America. Thanks a lot, Gunslinger, Cherokee Rose, and everybody else watching and listening by archives, and Royal WC also for for hanging out. We will catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. And here comes my outro. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. 
Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, we'd like to hear from you. Send to we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. That's all, folks. So let it be written. So let it be done.